Greetings, Bazalwan, in the name of Jesus. I feel obliged to explain the suit. Uh, it has nothing to do with preaching. I look Kaza in Sudu. It's a thing that I got a message from this guy yesterday. <laughs> that he's interpreting for me. Yeah, and then I figured out that all stars on the way. That's why suits because there might be there might be problems. So, but the Lord is good. So it's Andy Les fault, Lord. Yeah, I I sort of figured that hey, you never know with Andy. So we must uh, we must be proper, you know. I, I was thinking uh, that. There's quite a few things that are very common about me and this guy. Some, some of them he doesn't know. Besides the fact that we both love Jesus. And we have a very deep uh, love for Kwaito and that sort of music. But this guy and I were married on the same day. Um, this guy shares a birthday with my wife, with my mother. So it's, it's, it's very special. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. That's not the message for the day. Can we quickly go to the book of First Thessalonians? Chapter 5, verse 12. Which says, We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace amongst yourselves. In the book of, is it First Timothy chapter 5, verse 14? It says, the elders that rule well deserve honor. So this morning, I would like to honor the eldership of this church. Uh, they have led us well. And we ought to honor them. Hallelujah. Uh, we honor you, uh, brothers. Uh, the other one has disappeared. I can't see him. Yeah, but you are honored, uh, brothers. Bonne, uh, you are honored. Hallelujah. Again, that's not what I'm going to preach about. Uh, we, today we, we celebrate Passover. In fact, Passover is a festival that happens over a seven-day period. It's a Jewish festival. Now, if you read through the book of Exodus chapter 12, which Mama Mashele went to part of, it explains the origins of Passover. 
It explains why Passover was instituted. What happened on the day, the first day of Passover. And what were the requirements after that day going forward. So the simple story is this. The children of Israel had been in captivity for very long in Egypt. They had cried to God for their deliverance. God brought nine plagues into Egypt. I said nine. Yes, he brought nine plagues into Egypt. As a way to demonstrate his power. Hallelujah. When the tenth plague came, it is through this plague that God decided that I am going to liberate. I am going to set my people free. And I am going to send them on a journey to the promised land. Which is the land of milk and honey. We are told that this, even if you look at the map, right? You look at where Cairo is and you look at where Jerusalem is. It's not a very long distance to travel between the two. But God in his own wisdom sent his children on a 40-year journey. It's 40 years. On a 40-year journey from Egypt to the promised land, which is the land of Israel. And I think there's significance to that. So, what is this Passover? And what is Passover about? Passover is about the setting free of the children of God from the oppression of the enemy. God says to his children, Sacrifice for me a lamb. Actually, kill a lamb is not a sacrifice. Kill a lamb. And then you take the blood of that lamb. You put it on the doorpost. And when my angel comes to kill the firstborns, of the your house will be passed over because of the blood which is what Mama Mashele was saying this is how God delivers his children from the oppression of their enemy through the blood of the lamb that's the significance of the Passover but as I said the Passover is a Jewish festival and I'm sure we can all agree or none of us are Jewish, at least uh, in terms of religion. You may be Jewish in other ways, but you know, but uh, in terms of faith, none of us are Jewish. We all Christians agree. Yeah. So, now, the question is, why is this Passover celebrated by Christians? So why, why do we celebrate Passover as Christians? The night before Jesus died, he had supper 
with his disciples. Now this supper that is so let's let's go back a little bit. As part of the celebration of this festival of Passover. The day before the day that the children of Israel were set free from the oppression of their enemy. They were required to take this lamb on that day that Passover was instituted. They were required to take this lamb. Uh, make food out of it. Eat it as a family. Where the family was small, they had to come together with other families in order to eat together. The key thing was that the meat had to be finished on that night. Now, as per that tradition, you know, Mama Michelle just preached. I didn't see so much confusion. <laughs> you guys are too. Are too <laughs> you are very serious, man. There's, there's no revelation that's coming, Bazalwani. It's an explanation. It's an explanation of Passover. Yeah, so as per that tradition, Jesus had a supper with his disciples on the night before the day of Passover. And at the same time, at that day of Passover is the day on which Jesus Christ was nailed on the cross. And it is through this blood of Jesus Christ that we are saved. That we are set free from the power of the enemy. From the oppression of the enemy. That's the significance of the Passover and that is why as Christians we do we celebrate or commemorate? We celebrate. We celebrate Passover. That's why we celebrate Passover as Christians. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. But now what is the meaning of this liberation? What is the meaning of this being set free from the oppression of the evil one? When we read in the book of Luke chapter 4, Jesus Christ talks about the reason for which God has sent him into the world. And in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, it says, Luke 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So this for me, Bazalwane, summarizes 
the reason for the coming of the Lord into this world and his crucifixion on the cross. So that you and I can be set free from the oppression of the enemy. So that sight can be restored unto us. So that we can find freedom in Jesus Christ. And because of this coming of Jesus Christ, we do not have to labor in oppression. We do not have to labor in defeat. As Mama Mashele says, we do not have to accept sickness and disease as our portion. Because Jesus Christ was nailed on the cross so that we can be set free. Just like the lamb was sacrificed, where the lamb was killed and his blood was put on the post of the door so that when God comes and glorifies himself by setting free the children of Israel, he would pass over those that had blood. So, Bazalwani, we are free. Bazalwani, we have been set free. Bazalwani, we have been liberated from the oppression of the evil one. Hallelujah, Bazalwani. Understand that reality. Accept that reality. Let it sink in you. you know, I was asked, uh, I was asked, the, the other time, I can't remember if it was my wife or who was, but someone asked me. Do you believe Rubulu Ibute? So here's the thing, Bazalwan. I'm not naive to the ways of the evil one, right? But, but to me, it's irrelevant whether Rubulu if they can try, but this is what I will tell you. I have been set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus died for me on the cross of Calvary. Remember, Michelle makes it's nice to preach after another person because you can reference a lot, you know. She makes a point that it was not any lamb that was sacrificed. It had to be a perfect lamb. If you read Exodus chapter 12, God is very prescriptive about this lamb. He says it must be one year old. He says it must not have any defects. Very prescriptive. Right, Bazalwan? And if you go to, you read the Bible, you will realize that God is very prescriptive. God is not vague. It's not like, you know, it depends. Uh, all things being equal. Uh, you know, yeah. God is very specific and is very prescriptive 
about things. So when Jesus died on the cross, God was very specific about which lamb is going to die on the cross and which blood is going to set you free. Yeah. It is not any other blood. And that's why the Bible says in the book of John, Jesus says, I am the truth, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So, so he's not saying, yeah, look, if you are here and you hear me and you, you, you have been exposed to this thing, then you will come through me, but otherwise, you know, there are other ways. Yeah. You know? He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I used to say to Murutimutsepe, you know, sometimes we, we, we can be very naive. As, as people. You know, we live, we are Christians. One day, one day you find out, Pella, there are Christians who go to Sangomas. Because there's this saying that there's only one way. Only one way. Through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And we are saved and born again by grace. Grace is unmerited favor. Grace is unmerited favor. It means you didn't do anything to get the favor of God. There's absolutely nothing that you can do that will earn you God's favor. So, you cannot say God helps those that help themselves. It is by His grace that He allowed His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross of Calvary so that you and I can be saved. And it is by His grace that He keeps us in His hand. And it is this grace that causes us to say no to unrighteousness. It is this grace that causes us to say no to unrighteousness. It's not because you're staring or anything. It's not because you are a good person or anything. But it is because of the work that was done on Calvary when Jesus Christ died so that you and I can be reconciled unto you are not in control. You are not in control. Let me give you good news. You are not in control. So stop trying to be in control. Stop trying to be in control. Jesus died for you on the cross of Calvary. 
e Calvary. So that you can hand over control to God. So that God can be at the steering wheel. You know the day you and I learned to say yes and amen to the will of God. No matter what that will is. But if we can learn to say yes and amen to that will. This guy can say. I don't know if he can sing. I know that he can rap, but there's a difference. You see, this guy can sing. So don't try to be like him. Because you like music. And when you are in the shower, you imagine that day when you release your album, that is going to be a hit. There's a hit. That's not God's will for your life. There is something else that God wills for your life. And And go after it. Because God has given you the grace to be able to pursue his will and to live in comfort in his will. And all of this is because Jesus died on the cross of Calvary so that we can be liberated, we can be set free from the oppression of the world. Hallelujah. You know that simple is not easy, right? So, the, the children of Israel, when they left Egypt to travel to the land that was promised to them, it could, been, it could have been a journey of a few days. I promise you, go and look at the map and look at where Cairo is. I'm assuming they were in Cairo somewhere. And where Jerusalem is. It could have been a journey of a few days. But God in his wisdom set them on a journey of 40 years. 40 years of struggle. 40 years of labor. 40 years of, of really pushing. Fighting against many nations. Being pursued by the enemy. But at all times, God provided for the gender. It may not be how they wanted to be provided. It may not be how they wanted it to be done. But God in his infinite wisdom made sure that he provides for that journey. So when God sets us free from the oppression of the enemy, he does not leave us to our own means. He takes us into his hand and he seeks to direct our path. And then he says to you, my son, my daughter, this is the will I have for you. In the book of Hebrews, I think, it says God loves those that diligently seek him. 
So what God asks of us is that we must diligently seek him. Now that he has set us free from the oppression of the evil. The Bible says his divine power has given us everything we need for life. And godliness. Through the knowledge of him who has called us. God's promises are a yes and amen. When God says, I have given you everything you need for life and godliness. Only because you know me. God means that. And again I say to you, in his infinite wisdom, God let the children of Israel go on a 40-year journey. A journey that would have taken them a couple of days. But in the journey of 40 days, I mean of 40 years, God never left them, God never forsook them. In many instances, they pulled away from God. But God never left them. So, as you and I remember the death of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary, let's always remember that Jesus died for our being set free. So that we can come into a life that is fully surrendered and fully given to God. So that God can take control of that life. And do what he wishes with it. So that you and I can be like clay in the hands of God. And God can mold and shape us to be whom he wants us to be. Look, Bazalan, I, I, I believe that God has given man free will. God will say to you, go this way. But if and I you decide to go this way, after many warnings of saying, don't go this way, God will allow you to go this way. But when things happen, when it becomes tough, God still says, here's my hand. Take hold of it and come back to this path. I, 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 will, I, can, I can say this to you, Bazalwan, I am convinced that God will not change his will for your life because you want to pursue it. He will allow you to follow that path. You will go astray. His grace will be there. But God wants you to come back to the path that he knows to be the best. But very often because we believe we are in control. Because we believe we are in charge. 
Yeah, it's under control. We, we, we continue to pursue things that are far from that which God has called us to. From that which God has said, I want this for your life. So let us, let us remember that for, for me really, Barcelona, this day is a day where I think about God allowing his son to die on the cross of Calvary. So that I can be set free from the oppressions of the evil one. From the oppressions of the enemy. And so that I can come into the hand of God. And that God can carry me in this hand. Direct my path. Encourage me and say to me, this is where we are going. But I also understand that it's a 40-year journey. It's not a journey of a couple of days to get to the promised land. But in this journey, many will try to derail Many will try Remember the enemy is not dead. You know when the children of Israel had been set free from the land of Egypt. The very next day Pharaoh wakes up. And then he figures hey I made a terrible mistake. All these slaves are gone now. No, 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 I'm going after them. So he didn't give up. He went after them. That day, his, his firstborn son and the sons of the firstborn sons of Egypt and all that were dead. Was like, Awa, these are my slaves. I'm going after them. Throughout the 40 years that the children of Israel had to travel. And the generations that were born, that were born in the journey. There was always a pursuit. Hallelujah, But the one thing that I can promise you is this. For as long as they stayed the path, God never forsook. And when they went astray, when they decided that they wanted their own God, when they decided that you know what? It was better for us to be in Egypt than to be on this journey. Right. God said, okay, let's see. But when they turned around and faced God, when they lifted their voices and started calling unto God, who delivered them from the land of Egypt, the land of God was indeed faithful and he stretched his hand and he said, come. Let's travel this journey. So I hope, Barcelona, that as we commemorate, as we celebrate the death of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary, we gain an understanding that says, Jesus died so that I can be set free. Yeah. And Jesus died so that I can be in God's hand.
All things have passed away. And now everything has become new. It says that there is therefore no condemnation against those who are in Christ. It says as far as the east is from the west. That's how far God has cast your sins away from you. So because of the work of Calvary, because of what we are commemorating today, there is no need for you to be trapped in your past. There is no need for you to be constantly reminded about the things that you have done in the past. Or the things that you did not do in the past. For you are forgiven. You have been set free. And you are in the hand of God. Because Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. Amen. Amen. Amen.